0: Log Talk Radio. This is Susan Swambeck,
1: CEO of the ATU Network. This work is protected by Creative Commons licensing.
2: For the next two
3: fun-filled hours, get ready to learn something new. Be inspired, enlightened, spooked, helped. Laugh, cry, and be awakened. And now, your host of Awakening the Unknown. So please welcome.
1: Hey, this is Swabed. Michelle Soden.
0: Hey there, the it
1: guys. I mean, we have a fantastic show planned
0: for you. Like, I believe. We have
1: Mr. Alan Wright on and oh my goodness he just wrote one of his new books i can't wait to talk to him he i'm extremely fascinated oh, yes. about a few of the topics and a few of the chapters in his books and i know that michelle has her chapters i have mine oh my goodness definitely know, like, I'm, hers, I'm but you, you fast, know though. alan actually has had many many experiences <laughs> with spirit and has done a lot of traveling, astro projecting to have him as well as hell. And he has a lot of personal experience and, and everything. So he's really a great person to ask questions. So without further ado, with his latest book, here he comes, Mr. Allen Wright. Woo-hoo! How are you doing,
4: on? Ah, uh, Just fine. How are you guys doing?
1: <laughs> we're, do- we're fascinated. We have been waiting for this <laughs> night. We have-, we have read the books. We've, I think this is now our fourth book of yours. We've been blessed to be able to um, interview about, interview you about, and have a chance to read it. it. it it gets better and better. You never run out of stories, Alan. Nope, you never do. And remember <laughs> what I tell you guys all the time. You have to remember this. Sometimes personal experiences of individuals can really, really help you to grow, and it also makes you feel like you're not alone. So well, hey. there's a lot of information. They literally crammed into this book. That's the only way to put it. I <laughs> say, literally, it should have been about, you know, I don't know, maybe a half a pages, maybe? And it's like crammed into a
0: small book, so it's <laughs> packed
1: full of information. Um, the link is literally right in the description here on um, Awakening the Unknown. Also, guys, go over to Amazon. Like, That's like, where I you want cheese, you to cheese, go. Guys, yep, to the That's yep, the, yep, yep, the book is called so we're getting right over there right now. The book is Calls to Heaven, Calls to Hell by Ellen White. You can find it right over here on Amazon. So go over to Amazon. Definitely get yourself a copy of this book. It's absolutely wonderful. You are going to love it.
4: Well, I really a fascinating
1: book. Yes. I, I, honest to goodness, Alan, we have talked to you a few times, and you're still surprised us with these things. You're still surprised us with your stories and your
0: adventures. And I wonder what else you keep it hitting up in that head of yours. Truly. Good of it. it. Well, How's your wife, Lori, by the way? Thanks, by the way, for hi, the Larry. plug. <laughs> hi, uh, hey, Lori. Hi. Hello, Lori. Uh, yeah, Lori. Lori.
1: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You know, when I when I first started Reading this, there was like information. I'm saying, Wait a minute, that wasn't mentioned in the other books, right? So I'm like, Wait a minute, that wasn't talked about. I'm like, Wow, all right, we're gonna have some fun <laughs> with this one. Alan held out on me, and I was trying to crack him like an egg,
0: and he just kept holding out on me.
1: I knew there was more in there, I knew it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, and I'm I was so holding out on you <laughs> Now before we the I just what
0: is that? Now, go ahead. I, go ahead.
1: I've been trying to ask you about how on earth was it that you were able to keep <clears> the <throat> secret about your grandfather so long. Literally. That's like one of my first questions. I like I talked to this man, interviewed him four or five times now, read his book, everything, and I still get to understand how, how you kept that quiet. Yeah, not just his grandfather but his mother as well. Right, your sister? I mean I mean see Dr. Houseplant. It
4: well, just one. my family <laughs> members. Knew, just my family members knew about my uh uh when I went and saw my grandfather. I was able to tell my mother before she died and I was glad that I was able to tell her because uh I I think it kind kind of softened the blow for her to know where you know where she was gonna go and what was gonna happen when she was there and stuff. Um wow. uh, Called to Hell and Called to Heaven is my eighth book now. Uh I'm wow. working on my ninth book and it's after the it's entitled after the move. It's not out yet. It will be shortly. But uh Yeah I
1: wanna know yeah, about there's... that. Yeah, I read the book definitely we want to oh, we yeah. have you back on for that one as well. <laughs> And I was thinking um, I have to catch up from book one. We're up to book what, eight now? So they're gonna have to go okay, back and start okay. from book one. Yeah, book <laughs> one. <fun>. Yeah. <laughs> I love this I
0: love yeah, really the not. way that it's described.
1: <laughs> now, do you feel that a lot of individuals um, received their their abilities through generations, through um, <laughs> basically through the bloodline, or is it sometimes skips a generation? How did it work with you?
4: Well, it it started with my uh, great grandmother, I believe. Uh, as far as I know, I could have went back further than that, but I uh, I know it went through her and then my grandmother and then my mother. And to me, why it skipped from females all of a sudden to males, I don't know. Uh, but huh. that's the way it turned out. Uh, I don't believe anybody else in my family uh, uh, is has abilities, uh, but. Anyway, I do. I was able to keep them a secret. I was able to keep right. them a secret because I didn't want to be uh looked at at school like a fool, some kind of idiot or something, you know. It's kind of hard to go to school and say, "I saw a ghost last night" or, you know, uh, your right. grandmother's talking to me" or something like that, you know. I I just I could, couldn't do that, so I had to keep it secret, especially if I wanted friends and stuff while I was in school. My best friend that i've had for 63 years now he's only uh knew about it when i uh per- wrote my first book uh you know uh through the veil back and uh he he wrote me on lengthy email <laughs> because he didn't know anything about this you know but now he he's my best fan man he buys all my books he you know he wants to know when the next one's coming out and uh this is a shout-out to Danny Shepard. I know he's listening hey, to the show Shepard. today. Yeah.
1: Well, hello, he's Mr. Uh, Danny Shepard.
4: Yeah, he's listening to the show today. I know he is. If not, he's going to pick it up in the archives. Uh, oh, but anyway, wow. yeah. Uh, We're well, having your friend as your
1: biggest fan,
4: right? But yes, yeah, it really is. It's pretty neat, you know. Most of the time, uh, people that knew me for that length of time uh, think I'm some kind of, well, I was told by another one of my friends that I went to grade school and high school with, he told me that uh, what I was doing came from Satan, and he could be
3: nothing
4: nothing (laughs) but further from the truth, you know? I mean, I was born with, uh, with this ability. I didn't ask for it. I didn't go to school to learn how to do it. And I, I'm i a healer. Uh, I heal people. That didn't come from the devil. Uh, the spirits that I call upon are to help people. They usually want to I hear about their uh, dead loved ones, you know. And, uh, and I'm able to tell them, you know, what they're Past loved ones uh, Are trying to say to them A lot of times These uh, Loved ones, their relatives When they pass uh, They are really Hitting on these people Because they want to give them a message And They don't know why They don't don't know why they're having dreams All the time about their dead loved ones or they don't know why they're all the time thinking about him, or what, you know. Well, the reason being is they cannot communicate with him, but I can, right. and I tell them usually exactly. what the message is, and that relieves it. And then they're they're right. so happy and so relieved, they really are, because a lot of times they exactly. feel they're going crazy. Mm. I mean, also, can you imagine their frustration without having
1: someone <laughs> special like you?
0: Yeah, actually, exactly.
1: those messages. I can only imagine the frustration that a lot of our spirit guys and our family members have on the other side. They're kind of sometimes they're throwing feathers at you, they're throwing corners at you, they're knocking things over, they're trying to do all kinds of things, getting your dreams. And to have yeah, that, blessing. people like, what?
4: What was that? What was exactly. that was yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. That I was on easy this one call me. show one time, and uh, mm-hmm. a, a a girl called. And she actually started crying. She says, Alan, Alan can, you, can you help me? And I said, w- what do you need? And she says, well, I don't know. She said, I think I'm going crazy. And I said, y- you do? And instant, instantly, I picked up that she has abilities. She's right. a medium. But she yeah. didn't know that. And I asked her, I said, do you have voices in your head? And she said, yes, I do. And I said that, that's because you have a, you're a medium, you have abilities. And I said, do you do you see people that's not there? And she said, yes, I do. And I said, that's another trait of being a medium. I said, uh, uh, she says I don't know. She says sometimes I see things that and uh, that they're bad. And I said. I'm going to tell you right now, I said, I've seen something that would make a normal person run down the street with their hands over their ye- uh, head, yelling and screaming. Right. And yes. and, that, and that's true. Uh, you don't yeah, always absolutely. get to see the good things. You have to take the bad things with the good. But, you know, by right. the time I got talk- through talking to her, she was really relieved and she wasn't crying anymore she said that Uh, she went and saw a psychiatrist and he was prescribing uh, medicine to her and she didn't want to take those pills because it made her feel like she was dead on the inside. And uh, I told her, I said, you're not dead. You're just a medium. You have abilities and you need to talk to somebody somebody about that and learn how to handle that and control it and use it. And, uh, and I, I hopefully, I hope she did because uh, uh, she she was quite concerned about it. But, yeah, you can help
1: you put her in the right path, Alan. I'm sure you've done that many times. Well, I thought, uh, one of the questions I've been dying to ask you, because I know in your book. I have
5: you said, I know, oh, I do it. Too.
1: Well, I wanted because in the book you said that you showed Lori that she was a medium. You've got
0: to tell us about all that. Oh, about Lori?
1: Lori? Yeah, you showed Lori that
4: she was medium. You have to prove <laughs> it to your own yeah. wife that she was a medium. I've been dying well, out she that questions. Remember, I told you you had abilities? I had to tell her what she didn't remember there for a while. Uh, yeah, oh. um, when I, when oh, I first met Lori and we started going out and everything, uh, she was the same as this girl I just told you about she she was having uh dreams and she she actually saw her brother after her brother passed and so and she didn't really understand what was going on and uh by the time we've been together for a while, she realizes now that she has abilities also she's an empath she's a sensitive. And she also is a medium. And she just got through saying she can read my mind. <laughs> and that, and <laughs> Most white said, skin,
3: huh? <laughs> that's yeah, huh? That's just given.
4: She said that freaked her out. <laughs> <But> <laughs> being able to read my mind. And, and that's we just true, had an aha ha moment.
1: Sorry, we just had an aha moment in the chat room when you were talking about your experiences, and I love this. I absolutely love this. Got to hear this one. Right. So Brenda says, well, that explains why I dreamed lately about my step-grandfather. I have to figure out now what... um, what, in other words, what he's gonna say, so yeah, she's definitely gonna get this book. So I just want to let you know that yeah. she also had the like the ah that's what it is moment. Exactly. I love when yeah, that yeah. happens, absolutely. I exactly. absolutely love when yeah. The yeah. Happens. I was kind of say, that kind of, happens. <laughs> so you know, which one, with the, the girl calling and crying, yeah, really yeah,
2: kind of actually, that was. That, that was, was Stephanie. Stephanie. That was
1: Stephanie. Yes, Stephanie absolutely. did that to us so yeah, we yeah, had yeah, a similar yeah. experience. I absolutely love that. And I didn't have any no, clue. Oh, really? Know, and
2: these girls just looked at me and
1: like, dude, you, all these things, like, everything you're telling us, and ever since then, it's been nonstop, and it's amazing, amazing. And you know what? You were actually in the beginning of that. He was one of the
0: guest speakers,
1: yeah. yep. and I yep. talked to him yep. in the beginning. So yep. I like, well, I like really? To be that, because, yeah, yep. Oh, you, you were. Are. You were. And you it, know, was, it was amazing. And I was just a listener back then. You know what I mean? And I've come such a far, a long way with this. And I'm loving it. Loving it. And now oh. you started her yeah. off on that, all that. Yeah. Because I remember oh, calling great. in and asking questions. And I believe we were on the third yeah. or fourth book at the time. Yeah, it could have been. Um, yeah. And I remember the book being uh, about the sensitivities. And that it was stories about people accepting their gifts. And our gifts, curses, no. or our abilities, or gifts, what, what they were. And I remember yeah. Stephanie calling. Mm-hmm. Yep. And talking to you
0: about that. I mean, good <laughs> no, two years great. ago,
1: more now, more now, more. A yeah, year and a half. Yep. Definitely. Yep. So, and that's, see, yep. now not only was your wife set on that path, thankfully by you, you started Stephanie, you started many, I'm sure many, many, many other people on that path.
4: Well, I hope
1: Absolutely.
4: so. I, you know, I always felt that um, God gave me these abilities to use them for the good and to help people I really do uh, even when my school friends and you know the schoolmates didn't know that I was a medium stuff I still helped out by doing things when I was away from school and away from work you know and wow. uh, so yeah I was able to use my abilities I just couldn't use it in around my employment or around when I was in school and stuff so but uh yeah I uh um I I'm glad I was able to help Stephanie and I'm glad I was able to help some people because that's what it's all about it sure I have is. it's 100
1: it. that's what it's about you're, you're almost like a you know batman.
0: like You know what I mean? You got a double bite. <laughs> he really is. On his off followers,
1: you know what I mean? He battles all these different amazing things. Yeah, as Bruce Wayne, more more double personality. Bruce Wayne, I'm out yeah. work. Yeah. Batman, I'm here. <laughs> I'm helping people. Right. So, so for instance, one of the the chapters in your book talks about how, you know, was interesting how your sister was gifted the family's VG board, but... It gave you the opportunity to use it as well. And she wasn't the one that had the gifts of all in, actual, in actuality, it was you. Yeah. Yeah. Families sometimes get mixed with who did. like, my aunt would read my sister's cards constantly, mm-hmm. and it was almost like it was parallel. Like, it was me. Like, yeah. she was reading me through my sister or my sister through me. And family connections sometimes get mixed up like that, I think. Yeah. yeah. I do. They do.
0: Yeah.
1: They do.
0: Yeah, really. You know, and, and it's not
1: that like you could go to school and have show and tell with your haunted plant and Princess the haunted dog. Oh, wait, a Princess the spooky dog. Right? <laughs> right? Actually, there's a, there's a few things I'm dying. Okay, 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 all right, okay. okay. You're to gonna put duct tape on me. Yeah, That's no, crazy. no, no, it's not. Literally, there's a few things. Um, and again, I skip I skip chapters, guys. So you're not gonna hear about every chapter in the book. We're not you, tell have you have to everything. buy the book to hear all the chapters. Mm-hmm. I'm hitting some of the juicy little tidbits that you're going to know about. Yeah, and now, Stephanie and I, too, guys. This hey, one hey, is hey. we have a lot of people awakening and opening up right now. So I wanted to talk <laughs> to you about in 1983. Um, yeah. You went, okay, in 1983, you went into the Astro to visit your, your grandfather. Um, what I yeah. want you to do is actually tell me about the events that led up to you seeing yourself. Seeing yourself. You can take that any way you want to yeah. take it. I'm well, curious to see about how you got from that to seeing yourself. Right. You had some kind of attention maybe? Uh,
4: well, uh, yeah, in well, I, I told you that I had, I had abilities, you know, since birth. And uh, uh, in 1983, when I went and saw my grandfather, first I'll tell you the whole thing. Uh, I went to bed one night and, uh, uh, when immediately when I went to sleep, I had this vision. I, I didn't know what it was at the time. I didn't learn what it was until later on, but it it was a astral projection. But in this, I actually saw my own death. I, I was in a hospital room and, uh, I saw a body laying on this gurney and a doctor and nurse uh, leaning over the gurney, uh, looking at the, at the body and talking back and forth. And then I realized that that body was mine.
5: <clears throat>
4: anyway, uh, that was kind of scary. Uh, and But I started moving up through the ceiling of this room, and I moved up through the roof of the hospital. And I could see, as I moved higher, I could see the lights of the city and, and stuff like that. So I know it was nighttime. And it, I kept moving up. I kept moving up faster and faster. And soon I was in outer space and I could look down upon the the earth. <clears throat> and I was thinking ah. to myself, what a beautiful place that is from up here, you know, the earth, how beautiful it was. But then I thought, well, how ugly it is on the earth, you know, the wars and the uh, murders and rapes and everything that mankind does down there on the earth, how, how ugly it is. And all of a sudden this voice came to me in my head and through my mind and said, the earth is fulfilling the purpose for which it was created. And yeah. if you stop and think about it, that's a very uh, profound uh, statement to make in just one sen- sentence. Uh, number yeah, one, sure the is. earth was created. And number two, it was basically created for us because that's what the earth is fulfilling its purpose of. And number, yeah. uh, anyway, uh, then I was thinking the, uh, uh I' kind of lost my train of thought there for a minute,
0: but i i
4: was I was kind of wondering about my own sins. I was wondering I knew by this time I was dead, and I was wondering if I was gonna make grade and go to heaven or go to hell. I didn't know you know, and right. this voice came to me and and the only thing it said was because of the choices that you made. While you were on the earth, and because the things that you did is the reason that you are here at this time, and I didn't really know what to think of that. I I wasn't burning up in flames, so I kind of figured that that was the a good thing. Anyway, I kept it. moving faster and faster. And I was I was then started thinking about my family and what they were gonna do since I. Was dead and uh, Who was going to support them and help them You know with their lives and stuff And this voice Came to me again and it Said because They would have To do the same things that you did They they are going to have to uh, Make right choices And learn how To uh, Move about uh, you know Um Roadblocks and stuff like that, so that they too can be where you're at now, so that kind yeah. of you know, that this life is like a um, um a test we all have to go through this test, and what choices we make and and stuff is how we pass the test test or whatever also i I picked up from this little excursion that I feel that most of the sins that we do here on this earth are forgiven before we are or taken care of before we die, uh because they're oh. lesser sins Other than murder and uh you know the the worst kind of sins. But uh anyway I kept oh, going like somebody's off. Is
1: that up to hell oh, or say she... hey, what? EG, EG. I'm actually wondering like okay what If I happen to do something like that,
4: but I didn't kill the person, am I going to heaven? Because I've been predominantly well, a good you, person,
0: but I may well, have done a bad you, thing. If you a, kill a person, you're gonna be uh answering for that after death. Uh uh-huh. You oh, understand? Okay. <laughs> yes, I didn't kill nobody. I'm just saying, <laughs> I didn't kill
4: no one. No, 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 not yet. Anyway, back to the that, story. I, I kept moving up faster and faster. And by this time, I was uh, up amongst the uh, stars. And I never knew before, but the stars are different colors. They're yellow and red and all, all different colors. But anyway, I kept moving faster and faster. And then I was I was moving at a terrific speed, and the stars just became uh, like streaks, streaks of light. And, uh, like, I was going by, like, a picket fence or something really quick. And then I felt like I was – I could understand why the near-death experiencers thought or related to a a tunnel or something because you kind of have that feeling like you're in a tunnel. It's pitch dark. And I could see a little pin light at the front of me, and uh, that light kept getting bigger and bigger the closer I got to it, and I got really close to it, and I I started slowing down, and I went into that light. Now, I I never knew what any of those uh, near-death experiencers said about the light,
0: Uh, but...
4: What the what the light is is love, compassion, charity, and it goes right through your body. It goes through every inch of your body. You can feel it, and wow. it it's omitted, emitted from this person. And I saw this person. He was uh, uh, ahead of me, and it looked like he was sitting sitting on a stone or something, a rock. And uh, uh, people ask me if he was God or Jesus. All I can say is he presented himself to me as uh, Jesus or as God. He had long hair, a beard, and he wore a white robe. And uh, but I don't know how he would present himself to say a Hindu or a Buddhist or something like that. You know, I I really don't. But anyway. Uh, Anyway, I blacked out at least I thought I blacked out at the time I thought I blacked out when I came back because I could not remember going to him or seeing him after that anyway i uh next thing I remember, I actually think my memory was erased at that time, but the oh, wow. next thing I remember, I woke up in this field uh, or uh a meadow and it had uh, high grass and flowers and stuff in it and wow. i could hear uh water in the background i could hear birds chirping in the trees in the forest in the uh on the other side of the field and uh, uh anyway i stood up and, and this place is beautiful a- absolutely beautiful it looks just wow. like earth uh anyway I, when I stood up I realized that I was in a, a middle or a, in a circle of people and uh, uh th- these people I knew e- they were either close friends or relatives who had passed on before me but uh the person I was concentrating on was my grandfather he was standing just in front of me and he was talking uh, to me but he was. He was talking to me uh, telepathically. He didn't have to move his lips. And to my surprise, I could talk to him the same way. I felt like I could, uh, you know, talk normally like like I do, but uh, I didn't have to. And uh, the last thing I remember while I was there was him and I was walking down this path and he was walking next to me and he was telling me things and that's the last i remember
2: and when i wow. woke up
4: in the morning i woke up at the same time i normally do but i felt like i just stood before god i felt like i was glowing you know but anyway oh, i i later uh, as i live my life since 1983 i keep getting bits and pieces of knowledge uh, from that astral projection that I got, yep. I started getting things that uh, that was told to me on that. And I feel that they wiped my memory clean at that time because I wasn't ready to receive it at that time, the information that they gave me or the things that I saw.
5: And they oh, didn't no, want yeah.
4: they, didn't, they didn't want me to bring it back at that time. And they were Giving it to me just a little bit at a, at a time.
0: That actually
1: makes, makes a lot of sense.
4: Yeah, yeah,
0: it really does.
4: I I I thought I was only there seven or eight hours, but I could have been there a year. I could have been there five years. I don't I don't know. I, they have no time there. That's the first thing I learned. They they have no time. So. Wow. Oh, oh,
0: no so oh.
4: so when, yeah. They know how to change time; they know how to you know change it to their benefits um, they also, where I was at, my grandfather was in a place that I call Paradise, and it's actually the lowest uh place on in the place that I call heaven um, there heavens in different levels there there's nine different levels that I could see. There could be more, but I don't think there's any less. And uh, each level, each level is, yeah, as you learn the laws and things of the universe, you move up in the levels of heaven. And uh, I have also told that God is at the highest level. You know, in the Bible, it says that uh, uh, we can become like him. And the only way we can do that is to learn the rules and obey the commandments of the universe. And as we learn that, we move up to the different levels. And at some level, we can become like him. We do not be God, but we can become like him. Uh, We are sons and daughters of God. And anyway, uh, on the other side, I learned out also later that uh, hell. I, I was called there to hell. Uh, hell has different levels also, and uh, it's it's just like the heaven. Same of levels, Alan,
1: as heaven, is it the same amount of levels like heaven, or are they different too? So in, in the book? You. Talk about I, the nine levels, I the only
4: difference? saw five. I only saw five levels of hell and that's wow. a place you would not want to be. It's not very good at all. Now I okay, was called to hell just a couple of years ago. It was about, I guess about three years now it was, uh, I was called to hell and I was called there by a spirit that I had dealings with in this life. And, uh, His wife uh, used to call me once or twice a week and she had tremendous headaches and I would go over and give her blessings and, uh, to relieve her pain. And sometimes they'd go away and other times they'd lessen where she could, you know, function. And, uh, her husband used to (coughs) answer the door and he didn't like me too much and, uh, I guess he thought I was a crackpot or something and uh, he would open the door and wouldn't say anything to me and I would go in the house and then he'd take off for the bedroom or the kitchen or someplace. But anyway, uh, it was him I found out when he when I went to hell and that was just the opposite from when I went to see my grandfather. Uh, hell is a dark place and it's full of all the negative energies down there, hate and fear and jealousy and all that's down there. And it's to the same degree as heaven is with the good ones. It goes right through you. And it's a very bad place to be. Um, I was on this path and uh, four shadow people were following me. They were behind me darting about behind me. and I didn't know what they were doing. I didn't know what their purpose was. And that kind of put the fear in me. But as I went through...
1: So, I'm sorry to interrupt, but, but people that don't understand what shadow people are, could you explain it to them?
4: Well, there's different theories as to what shadow people are. Um... Personally, I was not told what they were, but I saw them, and the ones I saw were in hell. I didn't see any shadow people in heaven. Shadow people, there aren't any in the other side. Uh, they're all light there, but shadow people in hell are people that uh, uh, possibly did uh, things, bad things, when they were alive, and uh, uh, that. Those things are so bad that uh, their spirit is just black now, it's just black. Now, Alan, do I, you know
2: why they,
1: they, they're here, the shadow people? Well, well I think brown. that
4: there's some uh, shadow people that's earthbound, and I don't know why they're earthbound, but I know they are because uh, – uh, I, my wife and I also lived in a house that was haunted and there was a few shadow people in that house so wow. I I don't know I don't know why uh, what their function is really the only thing I can think of is at one point in time they lived on earth and they had bodies like yours and eyes and I don't know what they did. Whatever they did must have been so horrible that when they died, they their spirits just became black, and uh, they're they're unable to change their spirits to um, a, a lighter color or whatever. Uh, whatever. Now my grandfather's spirit was just like what he was when he was alive, and. Uh, uh, yeah. But this, these shadow people, they're dark. You can't even, you know, they're just dark. I couldn't even make out any features on them. They look like shadows is what they look like. That's the reason why they're called shadow people. But, uh, yeah, I don't I I would take it that they're they, they are evil, number one. And uh, it's something I would not want to call out uh, for anything, you know. <laughs>
1: But anyway. I mean, the ones that you, in your book, you talk about the Watchers. Who are the
0: Watchers? The, what,
4: the Watchers?
1: Yeah.
4: Yes. yeah. The Watchers,
1: are they shadow people? Or are they something different than shadow people? Now you are no, different about the than shadow people. people. Level now, right? I, I know there's a part in the, yeah, the Watchers that um,
4: went right along now. with the
1: shadow people, but right. you felt that there were those specific Watchers. I don't want to say too much, because I wanted to explain it. So, how did the watchers fit
4: in? In the beginning, in in the creation of the universe, and especially the earth, uh, the watchers were uh, the ones that was sent here by God to uh, basically watch over his creation. And uh, there's all kinds of stories about them. I guess uh, in the beginning they were um, holy and you know straight, just like uh, God was, I guess. But and somehow they uh, they they decided they liked uh, the earthly women, and uh, because they were very beautiful, and uh, they decided to mate with the earthly women. And oh, at, my God. At, that, at that point, they were condemned by God. And uh, I, I guess they were replaced by God with other things uh, to watch over. But the original ones were like uh cat down or something. And uh, their wow. offspring, by the way, became uh, giants. They were giants. There's some thoughts that... that Goliath in the Bible, the one David slew, was an uh, like offspring of one of these uh, watchers.
1: Wow. I never knew that until I heard that from your book about the watchers. It's interesting how, yeah. almost like you talk about different generations have their own version of watchers, too, right? Well,
4: uh, yeah. I don't really spend too much time on the watchers. I I mentioned them in that one book, and uh, ah, was yeah, made, that it me it me was just the made out out <laughs> Might be
1: another subject <laughs> for a book, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: really, it would be, huh? <laughs> yeah, there's but, not uh,
1: much information out there on the watchers. And I, the way that you put the watchers, I feel 100% the watchers exist still. Well,
4: spirit. actually, but I feel we like do, it's but... been
1: offspring, off the offspring but we've already been like kinda like when people say, Oh, I'm half Pleadian and half, you know, Arcturian. <laughs> I don't even know what you that know? is actually. We, we talked about that in the book. <laughs> yeah, well I yeah, I read some you read some. We right. didn't never. we didn't read the whole book, we had to separate it. So everybody could have oh, something yeah. that they mm-hmm. enjoy talking about. Sort of that way. Yes, I know. Yeah. I love I the, ancient, the whole ancient alien thing, like you yeah. go on and on forever with yeah. that. It's been a long... it's oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 How go on it's And the connection that long. I'm sure Alan will talk about the connection that scientists and everyone's starting to make now
4: with the right. findings
1: from you know the artifacts left here on Earth. Yep. And the connection to aliens and yep. how we have a whole different awakening I think coming up yep. about how we view things here on Earth and how we got here and yep. there's a whole bunch of stuff gonna. People are really going to Absolutely. What, so what do you want you me think? to talk you about? Think what do About um, how we were saying about the, um, the ancient aliens and how it ties into science and religion. And, I mean, it's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. The ancient, the alien are a lot simpler than, like, most people. Right. You know, which I loved in the book that I got the alien chapter. Too, by the way. Yeah, right. She got the alien chapter. Yeah. Uh, I, exactly I, I, probably,
4: I probably get a lot of people that hate me because uh um my view of god uh is a lot different than uh the view of the uh churches and religions right. when right. I was there right. seeing my grandfather um they weren't Uh, They didn't care if you belong to a church Or a religion Uh, uh, Their thing was love Do you love your family Do you love your next door neighbor Do you love your uh, uh, The people of the world Do you love the world You know I learned that the world Does have a spirit Just like the American Indians uh, The natives uh, uh, They believe that uh, uh, Mother Earth has a has a, a, a spirit, and, and the earth does have a spirit. It's a living thing, and being a living thing, it also has a lifespan. And us humans are in charge uh, of being taking care of the earth, being caretakers of the earth. And we're falling down on that job. Uh, we're not caretakers anymore. We're destroying the earth, and. Uh, yeah, anyway I uh, anyway I believe that uh the I was told anyway that God is actually uh a super powerful very knowledgeable, very intelligent with a lot of uh, technology uh alien. But I call him a
0: alien man. I'm not the only one that makes that. I call him an alien, <laughs> and, too, him
4: alien, alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Don't throw a at me yet. Don't stone
0: me yet, okay? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. it always makes sense me to me when it says that we were made in image. In so that's a basic oh. one
4: Bible line. We are made, well, in it's not just that, it's also the city of
1: yeah. Atlantis. Wait, that's yeah. what I mean. They were extremely advanced. And, you know, I mean, there's just
4: too much going on. Sorry, God looks like us. God God looks like us, okay? Like humans, okay? He looks like us. And I have no
5: uh, qualms
4: with calling him God. I would bow down to him today because he is God. I believe the Bible to be true. But I, I think of it more as a history book than as something to be worshipped. Uh, there's a lot of things in there that would really tell you the truth if you'd stop and listen to it and with your mind and start, you know, thinking about it. There's a verse mm-hmm. in the book of Genesis in the very beginning of the Bible. It says, let us go down and make man in our own image. Now, us. That whole verse is in plural. That means more than one, and they're all more than one. That helped create this earth. Not only man, but earth. And I believe that they they seeded the earth with plants, and then they seeded the earth with animals, and when that was done, they seeded the earth with humanoids. Now, in time. Adam and Eve was like a humanoid uh, 0.2 or 2.0 humanoid 2.0
2: he was an upgrade
4: and so was uh, uh, Eve and uh, there was other people we know there was other people around at the time of Adam and Eve in fact Adam and Eve's offspring actually mated with these other humanoids, these other uh, people. But Adam and Eve were were the upgrades. They they were the modern man, the beginning of modern man. And uh, that was caused by genetic uh, how can I say? Genetic uh, manipulation, I believe. It's like all that genetic
1: uh, science, like, integration. Yes. Like, like, Yeah, yes. it's,
4: it's amazing. It's true amazing. genetics.
1: Mm-hmm. And we're yeah. a part
4: of that. We're a part of that. But that's not ugly. That's no. on that same level as the verse in the Bible so that we can become like him. Uh, We are on the way to become like him. A lot of people think I'm blaspheming, but I'm not. It it would be to our benefit to be knowledgeable about the universe, the laws and everything of the universe, and have our bodies and everything upgraded as we need them. Um, uh, I don't know what else to say. Now, all of this was given <laughs> to me like
0: said,
1: <laughs> Now all
4: this was given to me. Now, I know me, you
1: put, uh, Alan, you talk about, yes. you know, I'm going to just, so that way people, we'll stop at that moment because I'm just going to bring up the next piece of that, of what I believe is next piece
0: of that. Okay. Is
1: that where you begin to identify what Andromeda people are, Nord, the Nordics, uh, the Afturians, uh, the Pleiadians, like, where does that come into it? Well, I
0: guess, uh, I
1: I know it's a big question
4: <laughs> <laughs> well I was trying to think back as what I was writing and uh, well, that was a few books ago
1: it's well interesting like because the just Nordic- yesterday, and, just yesterday well, Alan, that was part of the, that was much, that was part of uh,
4: when the earth was created when the uh, everything was being created there was also different gods there was different gods there, there the nordics had uh was um their paternity was uh like a, the nordic people and uh, same way with the the other uh, uh uh races of people that we have now today were from these different gods um, we we came from those gods, uh, the the offspring of those gods. Now, uh, all the races of the earth is a part of that in the beginning. What uh, I would like to <laughs> – I don't know where to I go. Know, I, I, like, I,
0: like,
4: uh, <laughs> I know that's a, it's a big thing. Um,
0: well, they're going to have to
1: get the book to hear more about that. Yeah, uh, the one thing I'll ask is this. Uh oh. You yes. still on the alien thing? Yes. Yesterday, somebody identified me as an a full blooded Arcturian and said that I have been here more than 30 times.
0: And, damn, am I no stubborn way.
1: or what? I keep coming back. <laughs> I'm not even so much worried about being an Arcturian. I'm more worried about why the heck I have to come back after 30 times? Damn.
0: Am I that stubborn? <laughs>
1: Maybe you
0: just
1: like it here. I just like the people. <laughs> I think our goal is to make everybody laugh. <laughs> I love it. What do you think, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I love it. I mean, it's, you know, we don't want to give away too too much. No, we don't want to give away too too much. Because, but we did have a, amazing. We did. We did have a question in the chat room about um somebody is dreaming and they're keeping a journal, but she's having some issues as far as trying to remember her dreams. So she was asking for recommendations on um, the best way for her to remember the dreams because she's doing the dream journal and, but she's still having some issues trying to pick up on everything. Is that something that comes with time or?
4: Boy, I really don't know. I usually mm. when the dream is uh very, uh, I say personal or, a direct a lot uh, of times I know with me I wake up you know if you don't wake up I I really don't know how you're going to be able to remember it uh, Um, uh I remember mine because they where, were so,
1: do you think it might be one of those things down where like it's when spirits ready kind of thing as you were saying about your mm-hmm. upgrades, you weren't ready to accept them yet, so the divine timing kind of kicked in?
4: Well, I know in my dream, I, I call it a dream, it's actually an astral projection. But if, right. a, if a, a dream is so um, action-filled and so direct and so, how could I put, put it, um, when you wake up, you should be able to remember it. If it's, you know, you walking around smelling flowers or something and there's not when you wake up, chances are you're not going to remember it. So I really don't oh, yeah. know how you can remember all your dreams unless you wake up in the middle of that dream, you know. Uh, I don't know. So, um, so do you feel it's like something so, that,
0: that she keeps
1: getting bits and pieces? Could it be that maybe she's not ready like you at one point? She wasn't ready for all the information from the relative that's been visiting her, so she's only remembering bits and pieces at a time?
4: That could be. The advice I would give her, though, personally, is to uh, get in a room, a quiet quiet room, and just, um, what do they call it?
5: yeah get in a quiet room.
4: And just meditate, meditate for about a half hour or something. Close her eyes and just don't think about nothing. Just let her mind go blank and see what happens. Uh you'd be surprised on how much you can uh what what comes to you in those uh periods of meditation. And uh, yeah, huh. you will probably be able to remember some of those dreams anyway uh, when you're meditating, and they'll come to you. I tell you one thing right now, if it's a spirit, it will come to you then uh, w- without a doubt. Oh, wow.
1: Really? What do you do to, like, to protect yourself from that? Yeah. I don't know. What can you do? Like, what can you do? He's laughing.
0: <laughs>
1: well, I mean, hey, what? we always talk about that about the like you're saying, meditate, um, and and like get yourself to that theta state where like you're saying where you can accept messages and um and like you're saying not only your loved ones but you you'll get your messages from the other side, from ancestors, from spirits, from I mean, yeah. pretty much like we say all the time too. Meditation opens the doors. Do you think?
4: Yeah, exactly. Uh, when you're meditating, you almost, if you do it right, you almost go, uh, you're at the edge of uh, like a, another dimension or whatever. And it makes it easier for for those spirits to come to you and to communicate with you. It's uh, a very good tool to use if you're a medium. Or if you want to at least try to contact uh the other side, or one of your uh relatives uh you might not you know uh communicate with uh Abraham Lincoln since you're not he's not your relative but you, if if your relative wants to talk to you uh they will. Able to talk to you when you're in a meditative state, I'm sure of it. Awesome, wow, you
1: guys, we don't BS this stuff, <laughs> it's a true fact. You heard yes. it right from the horse's mouth. There's a lot that's been coming out lately about a lot yeah. of different subjects. You but you think it could be the retrograde, you think, too? So? <coughs> well, retrograde, down, I don't know, but do you a retrograde to me mm-hmm. might retrograde. have a, an effect. But after the break, if you guys want to call in and ask a Ooh. question. Please feel free to call in at 563 999 3002. That's right. So I think we've got time for Stephanie, your turn. You've been quiet, but I know you're, you're dying to that, so then, ask something. I, there's, there's so much,
0: there's like, <laughs>
1: like nonstop information, right. Steph. Take oh. away. You're, you get the question before a break. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I mean, she's trying to pick one. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah.
1: We've talked about. No, we haven't talked about. The Nostradamus. Yeah. Nostradamus. Oh, oh, we can talk, okay. oh, talk about Nostradamus. Oh, okay. No, Nostradamus yeah. it is. What he has a, a whole chapter, guys. I got that chapter too, by the way. Oh, of course. <laughs> There's a whole no, chapter. Oh,
4: yeah. On Nostradamus. Yes. Yeah.
1: Oh, please oh, do. You, about I mean, I've heard different accounts of di- Like, I've seen, I've read different things on him. And it's amazing how much stuff that he's kind of come to or has expressed in yeah. documents yeah. Readings yeah. that I've read? You know, I mean, is there any particulars about him that you're, that interest you,
4: Alan? Of all the things that I learned when I was on that astral projection when I went and saw my grandfather, there was one thing that, that they told me that they did not want me to say anything about until it just about six months ago and that was in my new book there called the hell called to heaven. And it's some of the things that's going to happen as the world starts dying. And, uh, I was told that, you know, they're talking about, uh, um, trying to s- uh, turn the uh, climate change around. Well, that's not going to happen. I was told that the climate change is too late for changing, and it's going to go ahead and do its thing. And I was told that where there's deserts now, there's going to be floods. And where there's where there's jungles and stuff, there's going to be uh, droughts and deserts. And I was and told there's it. going to be more. An interesting thing, I was told that this was six months ago, I was told uh, that there was going to be more earthquakes. And we're having uh, earthquakes now yep. by the time. Yes. Yeah, yes. was,
1: yeah, yeah, a lot more. I, I, I was, absolutely, it does, tie in. It does yeah, tie in. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, there's, a big, there's a big, well, with the water that he mentioned, the water, as long as it's science, is awesome. water.
4: I was also told water. there's going to be more hurricanes, so, more tornadoes, more yeah, cyclones. Yeah, there's yeah, going, so to a a that, more right. going to be a lot more storms. yeah.
1: The yeah. sharks, well, sharks?
2: In here. Mm-hmm. up
1: in the, up where we are in
2: Massachusetts. Yeah, which it's is
1: an abnormal. We no. have an abundant amount of sharks in that area. Right. They so they're away from the outer ocean. Yeah. So something is going Something's on. Something's going on. Yeah, yeah. they're coming coast to shore, they're like being pushed out of the the their natural habitat. Right, and push towards more where we're having But it may
4: be just another evolve. evolving. True. Yes, it could just be another Yeah. The thing, the thing yeah, that they, really scares me is they told me also that the uh, scientists are talking about the North Pole moving. And they're having yeah. to re- recalibrate the GPS and everything all the time now because it's moving at such a fast rate. Rate and uh that's because that the magnetic poles are going to be switching and that's that's true that's going to happen and i really don't know what's going to happen when that happens uh, uh i don't know what change will be caused by this but
0: um,
1: no i know
4: no i know the earth is not going to die completely because God is going to come Now remember who I say God is God is going uh, yeah. to come And all, and this stuff will stop Before the earth is totally uh, destroyed. destroyed Yeah God will come before it's destroyed So uh, That's some hope exactly. But we're going to be going through A whole bunch of stuff before then Oh and there's got to be more volcanoes too And that's happening now too
1: so. Wow well, that's yeah. There's been volcanoes that have been dormant for yeah, they're now are erupting. They're going to come alive yeah. Alright we're getting close to the top of the hour So we're going to take a short what? break So Alan stick with us and don't forget guys um, I mean we might have A couple more questions but oh, you I'm know sure Alan going. would be happy to answer Any questions you guys have so, please you get yeah. your questions ready. And if you want to call in, it's 563 999 3002. We'll see you guys just in a minute. And Alan, stay tuned. We'll be right back right Alan, you got break. time for a pee pee break. <laughs> We transition we're back uh, Hi, right we're back with Alan right on his 80 book guys <laughs> the ninth one is already in the works so you guys got a little bit time to go back to number one and catch up you can find his books on Amazon um and, and it's amazing you can get them on, on the, the electronic angles too. all of the. I'm going to it. lead the girls right. and I'm um, going to take care of the dogs barking yes, yes. welcome back I'm Alan <laughs> Hi, guys. Hey. Oh hey. right, Did you go pee-pee? <laughs> Hope you did pee-pee.
4: No, of course.
0: <laughs>
1: All right. All right. Good, good,
0: good. Okay.
1: <clears throat> we have like, so many things that I wanted to touch on, too. But I love to, I wanted to come from you. I wanted to come from the horse's mouth because I don't want to give away too much on my end because I read that. So I wanted to, you to give what you want to say about these certain things because I don't want to give away too much, you know. I say one thing
4: whole... sure. Uh what if we were talking about earthquakes, volcanoes and all this other stuff before the break. Uh I was also told that all of this is gonna happen in my lifetime before I wow. die. Well I'm seventy oh. years old now, so uh you oh, know boy, you don't need a calculator anymore to figure out, you know. Uh, anything yeah, on that, uh, yeah. I might well, have, well, you know, I might have 30 good years in me uh, and then, sure I, you know, can you,
2: well, can you suggest, suggest any um, preparation for this uh, catastrophic event? I mean, this is going to be something that's going to change the world, obviously.
1: So we're going to see, obviously, because we'll be, a lot of ages, we will be around yeah, to see that. Um, I mean, did you find this like warnings or anything that we should be concerned, or should we be gathering water? Like, what what do you what do you think? Do you we think we
0: should be
1: scared? Should we be
4: ready? Well, think? I you know I really don't think any of that stuff is going to help. I really don't. Uh, you might be able to uh get some items together to last maybe a month or two. You know, but uh, you know I you know if the Earth uh. Poles do switch and all this, and all deserts become uh, uh, flood areas. And uh, you know, how do you prepare for that? I really don't know. You know, uh, well. if you like me, I live in Phoenix, Arizona now. And if it all of a sudden becomes a you know a floodplain and there's a lake there where my house used to be, and, and I had a you know five year supply of food. Uh, Where would that food be? At the bottom of the lake. So I don't know. I really don't know how you would prepare for something like that. I really don't. Um, uh, I think many of us are just going to have to grin and bear it. And one thing for sure, the one thing that they uh, really thought was very important, and that was love. And Aww, I think yeah. if you have love for your family and your next-door neighbor and, uh, you know, the people of the world and so on and so forth, I think that will help you get through that. I I really do. I think uh, you'll be able to come together maybe as a community. What's going to glue that together is going to be that love. It's not going to be hatred and, you know, guns and uh, torpedoes and all that stuff. It's going to be that. By the way, I was also told World War III is going to be happening during this period of time, too. So it's not going to be a good place to live. It really is not.
1: Uh, You know, now, do you see, when you say World War III, were you getting any um, insight on... Who exactly is going to be involved? Like who the big players are in the end of this? Because obviously it's going to be, you know, it's one side against the another ultimately. in I mean, did you get even in like? Were you? Are you able to but, say like? Is it obviously? It's, it's got to be United States versus who? Well,
0: it could be. I mean, well, I, get get
4: What's gonna? What? What could draw the whole world into this battle? You know. They didn't tell me who starts it or you know the uh, diagnostics of it. They just that that's all I was told. There was going to be another world war, but if you stop and think about it today, where would it come from? It would have to come from the Middle East, and those countries in the Middle East, uh, they're they have allies through China and uh, through the Soviet Soviet Union through Russia and, uh, like, uh, well, even, like, North Korea, you know. uh, So the Russians are allies to them, and the United States is also allies to a a lot of them, too, like, I think, Pakistan and stuff like that. And I don't think it would be too much to uh, set off a world war uh with those countries if they ever got into it with uh anybody you know they could even fight with uh, ourselves and get the rest of the world drawn into it so I, sure. I don't know there's one country that i'm wor- really worried about and that's north korea because they are nuclear now they they have a bomb and they know how to use it and I just uh I just don't like the I don't like the looks of it. <laughs>
1: yeah, and it sounds like a scary thing, but it helps because, you know, like you said, what's gonna help all of this and help everyone get through all of that is the part the most important part you said was about the love. The
0: yeah.
1: love. The light, the support of for your family and your friends, the love of communities yeah. coming together. The love of people yeah. helping strangers. The love of all the love of, of all that. The love of human, right. human beings, mankind, animals, okay, the, exactly. the the taking care of the planet again. You know, um, I I, don't yeah. see, I think when the time does come, we're all gonna have opportunities to love in some way. And I think exactly right what you're saying. And I think the love is gonna get through us through it. So if you're a mean, yeah. not negative person, hateful, like all that, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna, so it's gonna get rid of all the negative. Yeah. The World War Three's is gonna clean up yeah. Like a toilet. Okay. So I believe, I believe that very much that those who love will be the ones that will still be kept standing. Right. More importantly. Right. So. And we actually have a question in the chat. They're asking if you were, if you are a pastor, or if you were a pastor before. Yes. Yeah.
4: Uh I am a minister uh oh. but I don't I don't have a congregation or anything like that and I'm really not into organized religion I really I I really not I don't profess right. basically a, any major you know uh denomination I just I just don't you know uh, right which one you know which one is right and which one is you know, not. I I don't know. Right, um, right.
1: Because in all honesty, when you uh, break it all down, it's, it's just like you get all you get the of love and the light. It doesn't matter what. You'll break it down. Yeah. And I feel like all no. religion is kind of the same. At the end of the day, it's all the same story. It's yes. just different like it's just different characters. Different characters, exactly. It's like it's all the same. They all have the same beliefs. It all came from centuries and centuries of things that just add it up, and I, kinda, I have a hard time I kinda,
4: particularly, you know. I, I kind of questioned to, them. I kind of questioned yeah. them on that as to what religion or whatever, and right. uh, they're, they're, they told me that they didn't really matter, it didn't really matter to them what religion, if you had to belong to a religion, it really didn't matter to them as long as that religion taught love. You know, uh, you know, helping helping the poor, like it says in the Bible, in the Book of James, I think it is, uh, you know, feeding the hungry and clothing the the needy and uh, you know, helping the well uh, widow and uh, and stuff like this. And uh, if your church is doing that, uh, that's a display of love for your mankind, and that's that's what true religion is. Uh, that's religion in its purest form. Uh, wow. Now, if you belong to a church that's preaching you can't go to heaven unless you have a car wash on Saturday, uh, then <laughs> that might not be the right religion. You know, I I don't know. Uh, but a lot of a lot of things religion do does is uh, smoke and mirrors. You know, in reality, right. it doesn't do anything to help save you.
1: I kind of look at religion as this. Um, everyone, it's the best part of every religion, doesn't matter what it teaches you, faith in something, faith in yourself, and faith in the world. And again, break it down to love. So I always believe that every religion, every single religion just comes right back to love. Right down to it. Right down to it. And it all it doesn't matter what religion you're from. It doesn't matter how you were brought up. As long as you love and you have faith,
0: yeah.
1: you know, and gratitude. I think gratitude is a big one, too. Because what do you think, Al? I think a lot of people are not really, like you're saying, think God your book goes through all these things because I don't really think people are not all there listening. I know right. there's a lot of awakening, extensions, downloading, all this stuff going on right now. But your book prepares people with the news of what's to come, the news right. of how things really work. You know, and a lot of the stories oh. he shares also makes people see like the things that they may be going through, other people are going through.
4: Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, uh, you say, Alan. Uh, I wish more people would read my books, and then they could actually know what's going on. I, I think, but um, uh, that's
1: why you're here, I, Alan. We want to spread that
4: message
1: to <laughs> your, your books are amazing, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I, mean, you're I feel like one crying the in, in the
0: wilderness. <laughs>
1: well, you know, you, you even your story and your storytelling is incredible. I love even the chapters you did about the princess, the dog, and the chapter you did about the haunted plant. And like, you wow. know, your, your storytelling is is phenomenal. Yeah. And your details yeah. and you, it's so it's easier to understand. You know, it's not a, yeah. one of those you try to fluff it all up with big words. In other words. You know what I mean? Yeah. You put the truth out there, and the truth is out there, plain and
2: simple. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now.
4: I've had people tell me that I write like I talk, and I, I basically do. I, I write like like I talk, and uh, except I don't use cuss words when I write, but. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but it
1: makes it so great because you are just such a great natural born storyteller. Like, how much better could they have picked you to go through that? You know, right. go through all that, all the things that you have experienced, and you're able to take those, the words of your experience, to put that on on a, on paper for other people to learn from that. That's epic. Yep. And guys, well, you're funny, you people... books like, uh, like how many books this year, Alan? How many books did 2018 well, books?
4: 2018, I believe about, I I think three. And I'm writing mm-hmm. my ninth one right now. Right? Wow. That's
1: awesome. Yeah. Only, see, guys, he's got stories. Mm-hmm. He's got stories. And he explains. It most yeah. importantly takes you through his experience. And I'm going yeah, are... to guarantee you, it's going to things to love you. It will. You're absolutely, both. I mean, you just the the scope of of so much information. Alan, you got like information. Oh, you know so so much. <laughs> now, did, now during all that, are you, are you still able to like go to the Akashic Records and and do all that as well? I mean, did, did that increase both of this? Have you found that you're just increasing and increasing and increasing with your ability as well?
4: well yeah as i as I get older, especially after I went and saw my grandfather my uh, abilities became stronger too and i I think it's because uh the 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 God that I saw is uh uh increasing my abilities and making it where I can uh do more than what I did before even um uh, and they're increasing at a pretty good rate of speed because uh, it was just in 2015, I I could not read or call out spirits. Uh, they came to me and then I was able to, I wouldn't be able to, you know, if I was talking to you and your dead grandmother came up to me in a spirit form, I, I could uh-huh. relay, relay the message to you at that time. But since um, then, I can I can call out a spirit. You know, they they wow, don't wow. have to be they don't have to be near me. I can basically call them out. And uh, uh, wow. as I said before, I have spirits around me all the time. I really do. And I I've had over the years have had to learn how to uh, control that because. Uh, uh, I need me time too, you know, and oh, yeah, I, I've yeah. I've been able to create like a little door in my mind where, when it's open, they know it's they can come to me, and when it's not open, they know that uh, I'm not open for their uh for their for them. So right.
0: Right. anyway,
4: I've learned that over over time, but. Uh, wow. the, the things I do right now, I've been doing for years and years, and it's becoming uh, more. How can I put it? <laughs> it's becoming sharper and sharper. More than seventy years old, percent? you think I'd be getting dollar and dollar, but it's not.
1: Right. I mean, you're still going strong. As I think this is your main mission in life. Like you're, you're not, you're going to oh, yeah. be with us. You're going to, yes. you're not going to, you know, you're going to go through this with us. And you're going to go yeah. through this helping her love. And you're still going to yeah. be here when it's over. Because 70 is still 70 is young. And our <laughs> day and age, 70 is young. I have a 96-year-old yep. grandmother. So I know you. You know, so actually, it's actually going backwards again about the time. I uh, yeah, no. Thrive. We do thrive. I mean, we do try to keep us alive as long as possible in the science world. But they actually say that if we're starting to see a decline in the age now again. Wow. Because remember, way back in, you know, hundreds and thousands of years ago, people didn't live past certain ages. Yeah. They kind right. of started, you know, through the generations, it changed. And we started seeing people live longer yeah. and longer and longer. Well, they're saying now the average life expectancy of a human being is 78 years old. Oh, you okay. I mean, so that's in America, good. anyways. Like, yeah. I don't know if that's like statistically worldwide or if that means within, you know, Osma. Are Wait. you willing to be cryogenic like Michael Jackson was? <laughs> Want us to freeze you, Alan? <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and open up the phone lines. Um we're gonna see what the first call oh. If they have a question for you directly. Um I'm gonna just okay. welcome
2: them to the air. Hold on. Yay, caller for <laughs> Ellen. Hi caller, you're live on Awakened in the Unknown. Hi, Can you have your name, please? You? Yes, it's Lisa. Hi Lisa. Hi, we Lisa. Oh, have a question for a special guest today, Ellen Wright. You mean like a psychic question or what?
4: Yes, yeah, um, you can do psyche thing.
2: Go ahead, honey, shoot away. Okay, I appreciate it. I would like to know what you see for my career, like um one of my um uh, yes, yeah, so what you see around that, please. Moving forward.
4: Um Are you working now? I'm picking up that maybe you're not working now. Is that true?
2: No, I'm working.
4: You're working. Well, I, I I feel a change is coming, and I believe that uh, uh, that change will be um, in a form of uh, a new job. Are you looking for a new work?
2: Yes, I am. Yeah. So what I was trying to say is that our program is closing, and it's from uh-huh. uh you know. And so I was wondering where you see me going next.
4: That's probably the reason why I thought you weren't working now. Oh, Maybe, I that's see. Probably I way see. I, that's probably oh, the that's, yeah. the Feeling again. Yeah, that makes
2: sense. Um, that makes sense. Yeah.
4: I I feel that you I feel that you're going to stay with the same company. Okay. I think they want they want you to stay with them. And it's up to yeah. you as to whether you take the job or not, if it's worth the money and and if it's worth worth your time. You know what I mean? Do
2: you feel like it's far uh, from my house, or or is it going to be close? I
4: mean, no, where I, am I, I going to go? I believe it's going to be close. It's going to be close to your uh, house. Um, so you'll be able to commute uh, easily to it, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um Oh. It could be even right in the same area where you're at right now. I, I'm not sure.
2: Oh, oh, I see. Um, nice. But
4: I, oh. I, I feel they're they're very happy with your work. They're very happy oh. with what you do, and they don't they don't want you to leave actually, and they 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 don't like to lose good uh, good employees, you know. And I oh. I think they're going to ask you to stay on longer. But I do see a change oh. coming for your employment. So be counting on yeah. that. And do what you, you do is up to you. Oh,
2: okay. Do you think I'm okay. gonna take it or Thank Let's you so much, Lisa, for calling in. Thank you. Oh I can't wait to see what's gonna happen. You're gonna have to to Alan, yeah, touch back with us and let you us know how you say? make out. Do you think yeah. they say with this company?
4: I think yeah, it's a it's possibility, yes. A... I think they're going to offer you uh, another job.
2: Okay, okay, good. Okay, thank you very much.
4: Uh-huh.
2: We saw you rock,
1: on. Thank you so much for calling in tonight. Anybody else who has a question? Or a uh, psychic question, he's uh, also media and channel, he's the master. Yeah. Or if you have any questions about stuff we talked about
2: tonight that maybe you're interested in, maybe he has some information he can share with you, mm-hmm. so don't feel afraid to call us. You know, you can call us in at 563-999-3002. Right.
1: And um, you can call and speak to Alan right yourself. I'm telling you, he's not scary. I
4: also do, readings.
1: Right. He, he does do the yes readings He does I, do reading, So if you want to call in and get a get a reading from Alan, now's the not, time to do it. He's not just an amazing author, he actually uses his gifts and abilities. That's right. Not just to write amazing books too, by the way. Because there's so many other things, guys, out there that you're going to want to get his book and read. Because we have not yeah. touched on so much more <laughs> that he puts in this one book. Right. I how, I I'm amazed. Amazing, and you made it make sense from chapter to chapter from going from Banshee, whether it be from the Banshee's evolution to the Area 51. Oh, to the yeah. HM, you, you explain everything along the way so good, mm-hmm. it's just awesome. It's awesome, you know. And again, I, I mentioned the word Banshee, by the way. Can yeah. you give them a little clue about your Banshee? Mm, yes, let's yeah. talk about those.
4: Um, my wife That's and i talking, uh, back in my wife and i back in nineteen uh let's see i mean twenty uh seventeen i think it was twenty twenty no it wasn't what am i talking about about 20, 2016. 2007 anyway we we moved into this house we bought it uh it was really a small house just one bedroom room one bath Anyway, we we moved into it, and it wasn't until later we found out it was uh, uh, haunted. And anyway, uh, I would go to bed at night, and all of a sudden this thing would rush up on the side of me and just scream and screech in my ear, and it would wake me up, and I, I would sit straight up in bed like I was about ready to fight somebody that was in the room, but there was nobody wow. there, you know? And I'd go back uh, to sleep, yep. and the minute I went back to sleep, she, she'd do it again. I knew it was a female, because uh, she looked like a witch, actually. But uh, the only way I could uh, compare it would be a banshee by her screech. And uh, right. uh, <laughs> anyway, this went on for a while. And then w- w- we started seeing uh, shadow people in, in the hallway. And uh, What else did we see? We saw some flies. Hundreds of flies in the window one time. And uh, wow, uh, yeah, anyway, yeah. anyway, yeah, myself and one of my friends. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my, my friend and I, uh, we blessed the house finally. And I got rid of the flies and I got rid of uh, the banshee. And it, it got rid of everything but the sh- shadow people. I, I, I couldn't get rid of the shadow people. But, but you know, wow. they weren't they weren't doing anything to us. They were just darting back and forth between the walls and the hallway. And uh, I don't. They acted like they were uh, looking at us or you know trying to find out what we were doing. But uh, well, now Lori wow. tells me they were t- tugging on her. They were wow. tugging on oh, her. Wow. But um, anyway. Really, Anyway, did we, Laurie ever have a run-in too with the
1: Banshee? Do what? Did Laurie ever have a run-in too with the Banshee? Or was it just you she was tormenting?
4: Well, just me. Wow. No, it was just wow. me. <laughs>
1: oh, lucky you, anyway. right? A,
2: a woman's in
4: yeah. here, not
1: even your wife.
2: <laughs> so I have a question in the <laughs> chat. Here we go. So when did you decide to take the chance to write your first book, and
1: what made you come to that point to share the information? Like, what got you to this? Like, was it, tell us the story behind how you began to start documenting and writing stories and things, you know, telling the world about everything.
4: Well, my uh, wife was after me for a long time because I was telling her, you know, the things, uh, my experiences and stuff like that, and she said that I should write a book about it. And so, uh, yeah, she said a book. Um, (laughs) So anyway, I I wrote that book and then another book and then another book and another book, and it just kept going, you know. And I didn't realize I had so many books in in me also, you know. But, you know, things are happening to to me right now, you know. Uh, You know, I... I I do readings for people and I do healings for people and stuff. And I I can even write about those things and put them in my books also. Uh, That's right. um, That one book I have that's uh, called uh, Ghost Stories Among Friends. I ask all my uh, fans to send in emails about uh, ghost stories, their own ghost stories that they had experiences and stuff. And I got in all kinds of stories. Ian got in one about a parent uh, about a UFO story, and yeah, right. uh, it was really a good uh, a, a good book. They they said yeah, that all you, their stuff. Yeah, you, and uh,
1: you shared that with us last time on the show. That book was very yes, good. I did read all right. the stories and all the different things yeah. that had happened. And it's nice that people, you know, yeah. can share that and use you, you as their their portal because a lot of people. You know, if they just stayed out there in their own personal world, people might start looking at them funny. So it's nice that they can disengage yeah. from their world
0: yes. and reach
1: out to somebody like you and be able to share their stories, and you know, with you and the world. Mm-hmm. So that's an awesome thing. So, you know, you guys, you will not ever get a hold of oh. Alan. So you're you're going you know so to gain so much do? knowledge through even working with Alan in any way, shape, or form and reading his book. Now, mind you, he's only going to crank out number nine. And you're going to hear yeah. it first, right? We're going to have you here first, right, Alan, for number
4: nine? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll come here <laughs> first. I love I love this radio station. <laughs> the oh, podcast, have, Alan, we're very
1: glad to have yeah. you all the time. We were so excited Boy, that you were coming. We were, like going, we were we were passing the book along. Going, oh, my God, let me see that. I <laughs> oh, about this. Oh, my God, let me, let me see that. I'm going to read that pop. Oh, yeah, I want to read that pop. Right. I mean...
0: <laughs> this
1: book is amazing, and and I can imagine like the banshee. The sound must have been so hard, like loud, and, like they everything we're portrayed with about banshees is loud. Like that really, yeah. that does interest me. Like I mean, some I would imagine yeah. it would scare the freaking crap out of me if I had to hear right. like that. You know what I mean? Right. But
4: how uh, did you go about the she song was kind of freaky. Kind of... She was kind of freaky. Uh, she had long, skinny arms and pointed fingers and a pointed yeah. nose and. A long skinny face, yeah, the Benji. Yeah, long stringy hair, skinny legs. She she looked like a a witch actually, but. Mom, do uh, you want? <laughs> what what do you want, mom? <laughs> yeah, right now, come on
1: now. now. when you got rid of her and the other spirits in the house, was it like through prayer, meditation? Did you smudge the house with Palo Santo? Say like. How did that happen? How were you actually able to get rid of that banshee? By well, that the way, that's a whole chapter in the book, guys. Way more information. Okay? Just saying.
4: We, we just uh, blessed bought, it in the name it. of Jesus Christ and told it to get out. All in clean spirits and everything. And uh, wow. uh, when when we got done, uh, she wasn't there no more. It It was gone. You could actually oh. feel a change in the personality of the house, actually. So, yeah.
1: Oh, I love that. That's so great. Yeah. I mean, if you do have to have like a spooky dog, you've had a spooky dog, you've had a haunted house, you've had a haunted VG <laughs> board, you've had a haunted plant. You know what I mean? like, yeah. wow. Yeah. And still smiling, <laughs> and happy, and loving life, loving life, loving light, cranking out amazing folks with knowledge that you will not find anywhere else. My <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, you, you both, that, this so much it's amazing.
4: That dog underneath that plant used to give me chill bumps. <laughs> oh, the, just, the
1: spooky dog under the plant.
4: Yeah, the one with the plant. That plant used to hang down, and she'd walk in a circle under it. Just keep walking under that circle, and it gave me chill bumps. I. <laughs>
0: That is it was crazy. Like
4: she'd sit there and stare at it for a while before she left, to, you know by me, she'd stare at it. And then after a couple of minutes, then she'd get up and walk over to it and then start walking around in a circle underneath that plant. I'd never seen a dog do that before. It was a right. big dog.
2: You
1: know, if the spirits can take over humans, they can definitely take over plants. I mean, we all u- utilize the same right. energy when you get to the atomic level. So, I mean, we're yeah, the same. cellular level yeah. yeah. I mean, I would imagine that they can take over anything that has, you know, the <laughs> the ability to, you know, utilize natural energy. Energy, yeah. Energy, manipulate energy. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, that was a heck of a plan to bring to show and tell, huh? Yeah,
0: really. Brenda. Brenda, one I of our to...
1: followers is suggesting you to write a whole book on the shadow people. They're very interested on your explanation of the yes. shadow people and the watchers. Yeah, kind of shadow people. Um, yes. Yeah, I have to think about that.
0: Yeah, I you should know. write uh, a whole yes. book on it. Yeah.
1: And Brenda, Brenda, um, the one of our followers to answer your question, Brenda, he do, Him and his wife have had, um, some in, uh, same same moment. They've seen things together in the same time. So, mm-hmm. um. Sure. That, that mm-hmm. answer. Um, Alan's actually shared a few times some of the stories with his wife of what they've gone through in houses and
0: mm-hmm. things
1: they've seen yeah. and, and yeah. The emotion behind it. So They're, his bonds with Lori, his wife, is amazing.
0: Absolutely. Like we mentioned
1: early in the show, in the beginning of the show, he showed, I'll never forget this line, he showed <laughs> his wife, Lori, that she was a medium. Yep.
0: She <laughs> did not know.
1: Would not they not accept it? Didn't have a clue, didn't have a mindful of that, nothing okay. But the bond with her that they had was you know gave them the ability to actually, I'll never forget it, show her right, show her she's a medium, you know. What now, what is Lori doing with those things nowadays, too? Is she helping you with readings and healings?
4: Oh, yeah, she really is. She's oh, also helping yeah. me with psychic readings and stuff on relationships, especially. Uh, Ooh, yeah, I,
1: I'll take one of those. The only thing <laughs> is she's,
4: bash, she's bashful and she doesn't like to go on the, uh, you know, on the show or, you know.
1: Yeah. Uh, do, some people, you know what? Yeah, but some people are like that. you know, Maybe that's normal. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're know, behind every great man is a great woman. Yeah. That's they true. Say that and it's that's true. true. Okay. Someday when she's ready time. and you've written your thirtieth book, maybe she'll be ready to come on and talk to us. <laughs> <laughs>
4: she she will. But honestly, <laughs> the
1: knowledge is typically yeah. out of the <laughs> out of you. Thank you so much, Lori. Honestly, you are such a big part of every <laughs> book, every, yeah? everything that's been going on with Alan. It's Alan and Lori. I always I always think of it as the two of you because the bond that you guys have is really, really special and unique. And I want to be
4: married are, now. Uh, we've been married going on eleven years next month. Awesome,
1: right? Awesome. So you know all we talked yeah. about about uh, twin flames. We've been and together
4: for a long
0: time.
4: We've been de- <laughs> We've been together since two thousand and five. But we got married in uh, two thousand and eight. And so anyway.
1: Oh my goodness! <laughs> I just am amazed by it. She is such a sweet lady. She's just, you know, she reminds me of, believe it or not, Lorraine Warren. Oh, Lorraine
0: Warren oh, has yeah. Very yeah, really. Yes, right.
1: Yeah. She had a very classy delicacy about her, but she yes. had an iron uh-huh. core of her. You know what I mean? Yeah. But she she uh-huh. had that gentle and I, wonderful spirit. Wonderful yeah. Spirit. Yeah. 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 That's yeah it now, really now it makes sense your wife looks and reminds you of Lorraine Warren Because I know Lori, that's what she reminds me Lorraine Warren all the way. She really does
0: that guy. She really <laughs> doesn't, that, guys, she really doesn't know stuff. how
4: good she is yet. She really doesn't know wow. how good she is yet. You know?
0: Yeah.
1: In that a lot of ways she's stronger than I am tell you, but like I said, behind every great man is a great woman, and, and in your case, you guys got the, the most special one
0: <laughs> Truly. Really?
1: Truly. I mean, it's great. It must be awesome to be able to turn to her and say, hey, I dropped the Akashic Records last night mm-hmm. over breakfast. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have to pull yeah. up, and it's genuine. You know, that's awesome. Right. That is awesome. And someone that like, you wake up from, let like, say, a, a, a prophetic dream, and, and you talk with furniture and say, hey, I just had a dream. And she's like, yes, yeah, I want to hear all about it. Tell me everything. You know what I mean? She's so passionate. Mm. She's passionate just as much yeah. as you. And I think that's something that's yeah. just, Have talk to her. <laughs> I know. So you let her know, Lori, all, whenever she's ready, we love <laughs> to talk to her. Mm-hmm. Love, love, love to talk to her. Now, it's kind say, of hard to be
4: married to somebody that's not a medium, you know? Uh, they don't understand you, you know. I, I've been married five times, and that's part of the problem, you know. Uh, yeah, a yeah, medium can at times appear to be moody and stuff like that, or and a lot of women they they don't understand that part of it, you know. And if you're married to somebody that you know, they can they can they know what you're going through because they go through it too. You know? It's best so she, she, she can read me. my mind. Absolutely. She can read my mind. She, she has several times.
1: Get, it must be hard to get her like an anniversary surprise or a birthday surprise. Or <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Well>, maybe she's <laughs> <teletopsis> <laughs> telling you what she wants. Yeah, she, maybe you won't. She,
4: she, <laughs> she said, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, she's all I in her mind because she's got access to yours. That's amazing. Mm. She's probably yeah. telling you at night when you're
2: I want a diamond ring, Alan.
0: Give me a diamond ring,
2: Alan.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Alan. You're answering it. <laughs> <laughs> i it <know>. myself.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: I love it. I love it. One day, one day, I really hope that she she gets to that point where she's just comfortable enough talking to us because we love to talk to her as well. I mean, we know that from day one that we've met you, and day one from the beginning of your books. They oh, were from your sorry, struggles. So yes, yeah. yes. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. And yeah. and that is so important what you said about being with somebody who can understand you, understand your the mood swings. Because Mercury retrograde, mess with people, uh, retrogrades bother yeah. left and right. You know, the play. Now, does that affect you actually, Alan? Like, now we're all going through like yeah. the eclipses, the retrogrades, and how they talk about all that's yeah. going on right now. Have you felt affected by yeah. that? It
4: actually yeah. does. What the, yeah. Some days worse than others. I don't know why, but yeah, you know, some days I have yeah. a hard time getting my thoughts together or something, and, and uh, I, I'll try to do a reading, and it's, you know, I I I just can't get it. To, but, yeah, she helps me. She says, but yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. I, there's something to it, you know.
1: But oh, another subject for our, another book. Uh, well, right, Thanks, Brenda. Thanks,
0: Brenda.
1: <laughs> I, think our, I think our listeners are coming up with a whole bunch of book ideas for you. Yeah, they're actually enjoying our Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. definitely enjoying it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely yeah. they are. Yeah. Probably and anyone. the thing, too, like, yeah. you got, like, your education you level, you talk about, you understand that's Socrates and Plato, okay? You Hold understand that. that. Hold on, I'm sorry. Tra- you, you understand the whole thing about Aristotle. Like, those are not well known things. Those are not things that are, like, just out there. And you are just so amazing. You're so smart. Like, how your mind, I don't know. I, I just always rant and rave about you, Alan, because every single book is just, uh, like, it's like a, it's an adventure. It really is. Because there was so much in the book that we separated it. You know, we all took notes and we all yeah. did that because. There's so much in this book, guys. You gotta get this book. It's so much in there. <laughs> okay, you, you talk yeah. about uh, you talk about spirituality. You talk about right? cosmic You talk about astral. You talk about ghosts, and spirit things. You talk about uh, types of aliens. I mean, I can go on and on and on. Like you, yeah. if, if any stuff that you guys want to know about, you need to get this book and you will find it. You will find yeah. it, Yeah. Yeah, pretty much one so. With details and wonderful Absolutely, you know. And I remember the stories, like I remember word by word certain parts of the book. It fixed with me, like the part about you <laughs> showed Lori. Like I want, I almost picture a movie happening, right? Mm. And you guys are in the movie, and it's like you are got your, you guys are like kind of like Ed and Lorraine, right? It <laughs> was me, right? So you and her are kind of like Ed and Lorraine. Did you guys remind me of that, right? Uh, let's say we start a whole new genre of movies now. Honestly, you know, but you know how they take books and they turn books into scripts and make movie. Yeah. Alan, your your stuff could be a TV series, yeah. could be a uh, another Conjuring series, for instance, or another Annabelle yeah, series. Yeah, you never know. You know, you never know. Yeah. And you give so much detail in your book that for somebody that would want to transfer that and make a script and a movie out of it, man, like I mean, they really not to. Oh, by like the way, I'm worried. When they make the movie, when they make the movie, who does Lori want to play her as
4: actress? <laughs> when they make the movie, who do you want them to play you?
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> she says she really doesn't know.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. she, what, was, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think, Alice? Who you do like, you to think is be her? To play
4: you actually, you and your wife. you oh, and her, yeah. yeah.
1: That's so cool. What do you think? Jason Jason
4: Statum. right? Me. Oh, the crazy the one guy. That oh. Yeah, that guy. Oh. I think he's uh, from Australia. That Jason Stratham, I mean. Jason yeah, yeah, there you go. Statham, I mean.
1: <laughs> Oh, and Jennifer Anderson <laughs> can play Laurie, Okay. Yeah. Who's gonna yeah. play us? and I know who's gonna make them get movies. Well you have to be somebody <laughs> totally hilarious. I gotta be the grumpy old wrinkly lady and Stephanie can be the young chick. She's the common sense of yeah, <laughs> the crazy, crazy <laughs> serious and common sense. There you go. <laughs> grumpy. In all honesty though, um, like, you know, like Ed and Lorraine left their legacy with all their stories now, and now they're taking their stories and making movies out of it. There's a lot of stories that they can make movies from in your book. it would be silly out there. Yeah. Hey, Hollywood. Hey, Hollywood out there, guess what?
0: There's a book, great
1: movies right here. You can make movie, a whole movie about Banshees. You can make a whole movie about Shadow People. You can do a movie about, freaking, uh, what do you call it? Um, Area 51, about alien species. about There's nothing you couldn't make a movie about. Right. I mean, you could even break it down and make Princess, a spooky dog cat, children's book. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I honestly yeah. can't stress enough, guys. Like this this is there's a reason why you're cranking these this knowledge out. you have to book nine. Which well, can we get a hint <laughs> maybe? A little bit about book nine and what you think. You ain't okay, getting no, nowhere. I ask every it. time. I ask every time and you never get anywhere. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. How about now, Alan? Look at look at <laughs> Got it.
0: Okay.
1: Is there is there a, a clue It's going to give be us about
4: after the move? After the move, and that's because we moved. You know, I used to live in Utah, and we moved back wow. down to Phoenix. And most of this book has been written after we moved down here. So, um, I think my creative juices juices are better now than what they were even up there. Even though wow. it was in, it was in Utah where I started writing actually in 2015. Um, so.
1: Uh, nine books, guys in like barely four years nine nine (laughs) books guys
0: some people have
1: one book they write in their lifetime you you can't stop (laughs) thinking about you you won't stop thinking about your knowledge and it's the reason why you are who you are
4: yeah if if i write about it too uh, it makes me kind of Stop and think about things also, you know, Uh, rehash about what happened and and stuff like that. And it kind of puts things in perspective for me, too, when I write about it. It's almost like a diary. (laughs) Yeah,
1: like journaling, you know what I mean? It's like it's your own personal journal, you know, and uh, I can imagine, like, just the process, how cathartic it must be, like, that release of, yeah, you know, because everybody contains some kind of memories that, it requires release of things here and there, and I feel like you release it right into your book and done. Over next, yeah. you know what I mean. You are you're right. The books are getting better, 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 better. I don't know how much more better they can get.
0: Well, I hope you know so. what I mean.
1: Oh, Alan, honestly, honestly, guy, when I found yeah. you two and a half years ago, maybe almost three. Wow, almost three years ago. You, I think, honestly, yeah. I think you had only gotten like to the third book. I want to say it was yeah, the third I book don't. when I started, like, we were able to interview that on the show. Was, I,
4: and now, that, that third book was one of my favorites. And yeah, so, was, if you read that third book, that's probably what helped you also. Yeah, I like the third book. Yeah. said right out of the
1: horse's mouth, it helped me too. It did. It helped all of us, yeah. and it helped all our listeners that were there for that show that night. Mm-hmm. And then, amazingly, you cranked out another book. Like, I mean, like a month apart, it seems like. And we were able to have you there back again. And I mean, it's like, I don't it's amazing. It's amazing. And then on so <laughs> the next thing, because you're never going to run out of books, the next thing is going to have, you're going to have to do That's it. We should send Jason Stratton uh, a letter <laughs> and get a little bit here, because hair. Cause we'll call her Lori We've got to get that woman ready for that. <laughs>
0: yeah. <it was. laughs> and, yeah. I don't, I honestly
1: look at you two, though, like the now you're like the Ed and Lorraine of our generation. Somebody in the
0: chat
4: room would like uh,
1: to know the names. Would goodness. you be able to tell our, our uh, listeners, um, like from the beginning the titles of each book? Uh, yes, I it.
4: can. As a matter of fact, uh,
0: my uh, first uh, book
4: was my first book was Through the Veil and Back. Uh, the second one was At the Edge of Eternity. And the third book that we just talked about, The Road Less Travel, and the uh, fourth book is uh, My Search for the Truth, and then uh, the fifth book is another one I liked. It's The Waves of Time,
5: Uh, and
4: the sixth sixth book is uh, You're on the Air, and that was kind of a book, too, that was pretty neat. It was about... Uh, how, what things was happened about on, us? On, about, on the shows about the our spirit. Talent? Yeah, actually, it was. Spirit sometimes. Yeah. Okay, wait a minute. Hold. Sue was
1: been doing something. Say that again.
5: That book was what? Uh, what's it called
0: again? That
4: book? You're on the air. You're
1: on the air. Okay.
0: You're
1: awesome. on the air.
4: And then. It's about. It's stories about when I was on uh, radio shows and how the spirits came through. And uh, I actually, they broke in on the show and wanted me to do a reading on somebody that was the host or uh, co-host of the show. Didn't I do that to you?
1: Yes. Yes. You guys?
4: yes. I think I did.
1: Yes, but, Yeah. Anyway. Good. Actually, we have somebody calling in again. We're going to take this caller. Yeah, We've call got about,
2: uh, about seven minutes left of the show. Oh, wow. So let's get this caller in real quick. Hi, um, Callie, you live on awakening in the Unknown. Do you have a question for our speaker guest today? Alan Wright.
1: Hi, and what is your name?
3: Hi. Thanks for taking my call. My name is uh, Carrie. I'm calling in from Rhode Island. Um, i was Hi, Carrie, in from Rhode with, Island. Oh, Hi, Hi you. I've been really enjoying it. I'm a first-time listener. Um, I it, I wasn't awesome. aware that I pushed one. I um I was listening to it and then I called in and I think I pushed one awesome. on my chin. But maybe that's true. <laughs> 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 More than welcome. Well, that's okay. great. There's
1: any messages that you have? Apparently they brought me here. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. So, Alan, if you have any messages for our caller, please feel free to share it with her because she feels like she's the reason why she uh.
4: I you. <laughs> uh, do you have a question for me? Any question?
3: Um, not particularly. Um, I've gone through a transformational period uh, the past few years. I'm sort of in a, in a separation process <clears throat> right now, and I um, I just celebrated a, you know, a loved one who crossed over their fifth anniversary. So it's just been kind of an emotional time. Um, so I mean, anything regarding, you know, I'm looking forward to a new beginning, um, and, and hoping that everything goes well with the situation I'm in. So any messages that you, you get, I'm open to. Okay. Perfect time uh, for it, Dawn.
1: From the beginning. Yes. Uh,
4: the person that crossed over was um was it a, a, a male? Yeah. Uh. I'm pretty sure I I have him here with me right now. Um, He's telling me that, um, was he related to?
2: Yeah. In any
4: way? Uh,
3: Yeah, my father,
4: it was my father. I was gonna, that was my next question because (laughs) he's telling me that he was your father. But I'm also picking up a really strong friendship type thing, which shows me that he was not only your father, but he was a friend to uh, you. Um, uh, so um, he's telling me also that he loved you a lot, uh, very much. Oh. Um, he's also telling me that he's around you quite often. Yeah. And that you should be able to feel him. Um, yeah. Um, He um, wants me to tell you that um, I don't. Was his was his passing kind uh, from a a sickness and illness?
3: Unexpected, but yes. Ultimately, um, it was revealed that
4: that was
0: yeah.
4: Uh, Well, I'm picking up that he went kind of quickly, but at the same time, it was a uh, uh, a disease, disease of some kind, I, I don't know what kind it is. Um,
3: um yeah, it was uh, it was like artery
4: disease,
0: yeah. Epa, okay. yeah, yeah. I was gonna so say, I a still heart reside, um, topic. yeah, where,
3: where I grew up. Um, I I reside there now. I actually own it with a significant other, oh. but again, we're going a small business. Um, so i feel my dad's around a lot (laughs) and i want him to rest but i also need to break free from the situation so that makes sense he
4: he feels quite close to you and uh, uh, he says that you might even have dreams about him do you
3: um i have been having very vivid dreams i
1: rarely remember them but um they've just been very weird lately the retro gig, honey, it's time to get rid of that uh, extra baggy negativity and go forward yeah. with new beginnings of positivity right now. Yeah. If you stay positive, you, it, you so will get... Anyway,
4: he, he's I telling me that,
1: that,
4: that he's uh, close to you and that he, you, you will be able to feel him around you at times. He says he actually yeah. reaches out and touches you, and you could be able to feel that. He also tells feel my me that, hair a lot.
5: <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, he's touching, it, he's touching you, so you ought to be able to feel that. He's also telling me that he's one of your gardening angels, that he's protecting you from whatever, that uh, you okay. know, oh, uh, he, he's he. not going to let any badness come to you if he can help it. So. Uh, you can oh, take that. To I appreciate too, that but... so much. <laughs> but anyway, he he's kind of backing well, off now. But so we're yeah. actually
2: down to our last ninety se- seconds, Alan. We're gonna have to, you okay. know, okay. disengage. I'm but telling I'm caller. I'm glad right right she off. called and she <laughs> got some you thank know, you guys so from you, You're well, welcome, thank thank you 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 you. Keep following along, love. Now tonight's book we're talking about his most current
1: new book. It's called Call to Hell, Call to Heaven. Yep. Um it is amazing. And Alan, right. do you
2: have any last words for our listeners? Because we're gonna get ready. Oh, 50 50 seconds. seconds.
1: So, so if you have any tomorrow. last words,
2: feel free to
1: uh, let let everybody know. Yes, tomorrow's teaching right. Thursdays yes. at eight o'clock. All right. All right, yes. covered. Buy my books.
4: Buy my books on Amazon. Buy his
1: book, folks. That's it. And keep That's following right. along because he's gonna keep writing as he goes. Yes. All right. As he gets this yeah. knowledge, as this information comes, he's cranking. He's cranking these books out, guys. <laughs> it's what we need to know. It's what we're all wondering yep. and what we all need to know and it's all things that we all question and you have the answer. Absolutely. Yeah. So guys, get book. Call self call. Thank you so much. for that. Bye guys. Yes, we all enjoy. You know, thank, thank, you, thank you again. Alan. We love you, and Alan. You, you, you know, bye. we'll hear from you again. I'm sure. And You keep on writing, okay, buddy? Yep, don't forget it. Okay. So, bye bye now. Day. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye. Next book is out. moon. It's ninth book, guys. You don't want to miss it. Gonna have to get right from the beginning. Send it. Yep. Okay. Here bye we go. So bye.